Hey, welcome back to another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed with Thaddeus and Evan. Today, we actually had no Evan. It's just Thaddeus rocking and rolling down in lovely Phoenix, Arizona, live from the Women in HVACR event. We had on Leslie Harpool from Champion Plumbing, and it was a great episode. I actually really enjoyed the conversation that I had with her. I sucked that I could cut it off at the 25-minute mark because the amount of 100% to your business and doing both, right? And it's just like this whole thing about mom guilt as a business owner, real for females that are running a bass business. And she unpacked a lot that was into that, right? And just be true to your right? And also being realistic in your business. And if you have a husband or team, or you know that has a life team, be sure to share this episode because when we go deep, we get real, we get raw, we got authentic, which those who listen to our show on a regular know that that's par for the course. So grab your notepad, pen and paper, Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed with Thaddeus and Evan. Of course, I'm Thaddeus, but Evan is not here. He had to fly home because we are live at the Women in HVAC conference. And we have other than Leslie Harpool on. I'm struggling on my words today. We're all struggling. We're all struggling. It's been a couple long days of being at the event and at the conference, learning, drinking, taquitos, lots of taquitos. And if you haven't known about Leslie, so they started their business four years ago down in OKC in Oklahoma City after getting laid off from the oil and gas industry. She's like, hey, let's start our own business. And diving into that now, fast forward four years, they have 17 trucks on the road doing an absolutely amazing job with all things that you guys do. And of course, when we were chatting before and we're chatting at the event, at this event in particular, there was one message that you said really resonated with you. And it talked about the seasons of of life and seasons of business and the different ones that a person goes through. So I know you were talking some pretty good things about it before. So walk us through what you took from this message, because it's not your concept. It's one that you took from somebody's message, but you applied it to your own life and where we're at in our life. Okay. So I got this from, I just left this breakout that Michelle Myers did and shout out to her. It was such a amazing message and it was finishing strong, how to manage both life and business in four quarters. And we all need that. And so what really impacted me and what I took away from that is because I struggle with mom guilt and being a working mother, how I need to give myself some grace because I can't give a hundred percent to my family and champion. And that there are times where I can give more to one and not the other. And I have to be okay with that. So that's what I took from it. There was much, much more. She had some really cool hacks in there. I can't wait to implement, but it was just such an amazing emotional message. And I will say that was probably that. And then Angie's speech about the language, intentional language of leadership were my biggest takeaways from this event. On the last day, I'm so glad that I'm here. Both of those messages were just so timely to me and the things that I struggle with as being a mom and a wife. It's funny because you're saying with the mom guilt thing and like mom guilt's real. Like you're and we're talking about this in our household too with my wife and going back to work with the kid, but you almost didn't stay for today. And people that know me are surprised that I'm still here. So my sister messaged me this morning and she she said, I'm so proud that you're still there. I do. I get, I get really antsy. You're going to see me moving around, but I'm missing my kids. And my oldest had a program today and Brent is a super dad and holding down the fort. And last night, I was trying to get an earlier flight and I couldn't. Texted my friend Cassie and she's like, we're not doing that. We're staying. And I'm so glad because if I hadn't stayed, I would have missed these two messages that I needed today. So those two women really impacted me today. Yeah. And that's the part that I find super fascinating, right? When we're in one mindset, 
and we can overcome that. And now we're going to get something out of it. It's almost like you were, it was the destiny yeah. to be able to get into Every that. Every time. Yep. Every time I start feeling that itch, like I got to escape or I got to get out of here. Or I've had enough. Cause as I was telling you the other day, I'm really introverted yes. and I have to decompress from people. And so this event or any event, any conference, you feel like you have to be on all the time. And mm -hmm. I haven't had Brent here with me to push some of that onto him. I've had our manager here and she's amazing, but I get taxed out. Yep. And people are always surprised that by that, but I'm so glad that I stayed and I, and it's usually honestly the way God has worked in my life is when I start feeling that push, if I need to get out of here, I need to get out of here get out of here. If I stick it through, it's because there's some sort of amazing message in it for me. And I like that concept of decompression time. Even as somebody who conferences can be intimidating when you're always being on, you're always being out there, always talking to new people. And sometimes it's the same conversation over okay, and over right. again, but sometimes it's a great conversation over and over again, because you're meeting new people and asking questions and being curious. But I think a lot of people miss the mark on that decompression time. And they don't actually just take time to just go outside and sit there in silence and so and recapture your mindset, right? It's like when you were saying before, it's so like your tax, your mind is fried. Yeah, everybody's mind is fried. It's late nights and early mornings, yes. but also the information yes. that one consumes in taking this and having that decompression. The other part of events, though, is taking what did you take from the event? How are you going to implement that into your business? I know that you said earlier that the Four Seasons talk had some cool hacks. What are the top hacks that you took away from it? Well, it was apps, and I haven't had to go back, and I'll have to go back and look at it. But one, one thing that she talked about, and I think it was Michelle's, it was different affirmations or scriptures. And there was an app for that. I'd, I wasn't prepared for this. I will have to go back and look. But something I have really taken away just today is, so we're part of Next Start, which is, yep. I think, an amazing best practice group. And it's phenomenal. But I need to find a female mentor, like mm. a veteran who, like that's something my heart and my mind really needs to stay encouraged because we're in a discouraging season in our business. It's not that the growth isn't there. There's just some other things that you're dealing with as owners that part of the business. And right. so I really need to get out of my comfort zone and go find a female mentor. And I think that's what I'm going to do when I get home. Nice. I'm already putting some feelers out. It's actually funny. I was listening to something with Simon Sinek today, or I guess watching it because he had subtitles on there. But it's this idea of being vulnerable. Sometimes people have this misconception of what being vulnerable actually is. And it's essentially what you just described. You're like, I have to be okay to reach out and ask for help. That's being vulnerable. That's being raw. That's being real to say, in order for me to elevate to my next level, in order for me to get to where I want to go, I need somebody to help me to get there because success leaves clues, right? It's not like we're reinventing the wheel right. running our businesses. You have to, if you're an owner or whatever position you're in, you have to show up for yourself. We yep. talk about this all the time. How do, you know, we have to show up for ourselves before we can expect our people to show up. And we tell them that. So everything that we learn in our life, we pass on to our people. It's very important, whether it's a way we've learned to generate wealth, whether it's mental health. We're really big on mental health. We subsidize that out for our team. We hmm. want them to be great spouses, great parents. We want to teach them financial literacy, the things that maybe we didn't have, they didn't have. This is something I'm struggling with at this season in my life. I definitely, anything that I learn, I'm going to pass on. And there's going to be an opportunity for me to help somebody else down the road. It's really when Angie talked about leading yourself and I tend to pour into others. I have a great group of people and I love them because we connect with people through struggles, not through mm -hmm. success. Right. So when people 
are honest and real. Even like when we were talking the other night and we had just met, I was saying, hey, here's some things in our business. What did you latch on to? You were like, man, I could have told you, oh, we're up to 17 or 20 employees, but you latched on to that's a struggle. People need to hear more about that. It is so important to be honest and real about the struggles because we're all human beings. And I don't know how to be disingenuous. Like I'm Mm -hmm. struggling and I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I was in in the back of that breakout crying because I was so moved by her message. And I think, again, we connect through our struggles and then later on we can talk about our success. But it's very important to me like to get help when I feel like I need it because I have two little girls that watch me. And when they need help, I want them to know they can go get help. Just the mentor part, I love to find the right fit of like a veteran female, just more for mindset and encouragement. So that's a takeaway. Right. No. And you also recognize where you have the need, right? You're Mm -hmm. going to find somebody to have that need. In talking a little bit about, we don't have to go down the insurance road. I remember fully the conversation now, and it's quite personal to you guys for what you're going through and it's not finalized. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of legalities there that could potentially get somebody into trouble. Looking at struggles in business. And I know we we might not talk about business. We're probably going to talk a little bit about business. Knowing what you guys go through as co-owners in running a business, what are some, I guess, what's your biggest struggle that you think you have overcome that others are currently going through that could hear this, that same advice to get through it? I think we would need to be specific to husband and wife owners because sure. that's how we're different. And so a lot of the struggles we have, the other owners that might be listening aren't faced with this because they're not married to a spouse that they're running a business with. We need our own support group. We really took off when we started this business and we're kind of a bet the farm type people and where we take massive action and are willing to take risks and out of ignorance, truly more really competitive people. Since this started and it became successful and we started seeing some, how this could generate revenue and change the course of wealth for our family, a lot of it became about the business. And over the, in 22, we had to take a really hard look at ourselves and go, what's more important, our marriage or growing this business? And we never want champion to be more important than we are to each other. Mm -hmm. So that being said, and we were both on the same page about that is we had to make some real changes within our organization on staying in our own lane. And that's hard because anything you struggle with in your your marriage is just exacerbated in your business. That's something I think, especially for a husband and wife team, it's really important to define your roles and stay in your lane and being able to let that go. And it is not easy. It isn't, but we have the same goals. Our marriage comes first. And so that sounds like it, like I'm just saying that lightly that it isn't. We had to really step back and go, okay, we can say our marriage is more important, but our actions showing that in the way that we run our business. And they weren't. It didn't, there was no alignment. So that's been a big thing that we've done in 22, just to refocus what our priorities are. And at the sacrifice of some growth, and that's okay. Because this is, we always talk about net. It really doesn't matter what your gross is. It's all about net, your EBITDA, all the things. Sometimes you have to sacrifice a little less net to have a better life, quality of life. And I think there's nothing truer than that with a husband and wife. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. That's been a big change. That's been a really pivotal thing for us when we have that kind of come to Jesus conversation with each other. And lucky for us, it hadn't gone too far or gone too far down the road, but it be there were a couple of times that we were just at each other. It was almost like we were at war with each other. And now 
we're at war together and it has to be that way. So for us this year, I have almost taken a little bit of a step back. Like I do everything behind the scenes. Brent is in the shop. He does amazing at that. And then I started focusing on investing in real estate, which I don't really talk about that. But that's what we've been doing and it's worked out really well. And then we're both just getting into those visionary positions and hiring the integrators in the shop to handle those other things. You've moved out of working in the business to working Not on 100%. the business. That getting is, there, so getting that's there. That's what yes. I'm claiming. That's yes. where we're at, but we are taking those steps. Yep. So we are like our goals for our family are the same, but we go about getting those goals and achieving those goals differently. And we have to respect that. About yes. each other. No, first off, thank you for sharing that that raw take on it. Part of what we try to do on our show, and I think we've told you we've talked to you about this too, is just is having it's raw, real, and vulnerable and having honest conversations because somebody somewhere is likely going through the exact same shit mm-hmm. we're going through. And if we or have went through, oh. and that's the idea of finding a mentor. And it's I wrote funny, and I don't want to interrupt you, but I will okay. say this. So we have done really well branding ourselves on social media. We have an amazing strategist, but what the interesting part of that has been, and a lot of people (coughs) talk about TikTok and all of that and is what it is. And like I said, we have a really good social media strategist, but what's been really cool to see is we've had other husband and wife teams in our area that would potentially be our competitors. Hey, can you help me with this? Or, but it seems like The branding we've done for the business has hit other husband and wife teams in other states. We get DMs about that and encouraging to us because that wasn't even what we were trying to do. And to go back to the original, like that that one, but it's the, you're sacrificing a little bit net. You and your size of your business in, this is just a general statement for businesses. Not everybody wants or needs to grow to a 10 million or 15 or 25 or 50 or hundred million dollar business and exit. What do you want in your business and design your life around it? Right. We had, when Ben Poole was on earlier today with HVAC Tactical, we got into that concept a little bit too. And just the idea of, are you a family with a business or are you a business a business owner with a family? And what is your priority? And if you can prioritize your relationship with your significant other, your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your family over your business, guess what? Your business is actually going to be stronger. 100%. Because now, especially in a husband and wife dynamic in a team, like I don't work in the business with my wife. We used to share an office and it was a room in our house. And that was crazy enough. I can only imagine the complications and the craziness and the conversations that go into having a husband and wife team working in a business together. But the other part too is was when we share these stories, you mentioned competitors, you use it loosely, it is, but it's an abundance mindset, right? Absolutely. And when we bring people together and we lift people up, that's where we're going to have that strength together as an industry. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have a husband and wife team or a significant other team, but it doesn't really matter, significant other team and you're in the business and you have struggles, guess what? I bet you, you can DM her and she'll help you out at any point in time. And I'll just be really real. I don't have any secrets. I do not have it all figured out, but I will always say message me yep. and just talk to me. I can be your person and I can be your person because I have those people because this is hard. And you're saying not everyone wants to grow to this point and then exit. And I think it's okay to know, maybe you don't know what you want. You know, we're, oh, you got to begin with the exit strategy in mind. It doesn't always work that way. That's great in theory. When you started this business from scratch and you had to, there was a time we had to decide between Christmas presents and marketing spend. A lot of those, I don't want to say metaphors, but a lot of those sayings don't always apply because you're so personally involved in the platitudes. Is that the word? 
a lot of those platter juice. That's where Evan comes into play. Oh, because he would probably. Well, where is Evan? Evan had to fly uh, okay. home. Too. I'm he Evan was... today. Yeah. <laughs> I flew... am Evan today. He flew, flew home. To... He was missing his family. Yeah, so he his flight was booked because his uh, his wife was going away uh, oh. on the weekend and needed to come home early yeah. to be with the kids and hang out with him. Yeah. And, like, our travel... team effort. Our, our travel schedule over the last couple weeks and the next two weeks is just crazy. Busy. And so, like, we're taking every Trade moment we can. That's the season, right? It's yeah. the season for the events and seasons for going. And, like, right. we have marketing with our marketing company that we have our own coaching group that we're yeah. part of to help sharpen our saw and keep right. our act sharp. And so, we're going to that next week. Right. So, that's five days. Yeah. And so, it's just, it's all over. So, we take every moment that we can to be with Absolutely. our families because that's our higher why and that's what we do. There's one other thing that I would, I didn't write down and I wanted to circle back to, but what is it? I don't remember. That's how I feel during this whole conversation. Right? The last topic, and then we'll come to a close on it. Back to that concept of mom guilt. Oh. And you were telling me before, like, you constantly feel like you can't do it all. Yes. And that's a real thing. Everybody, I go through that and too. And I think I know that I can't do it all, and I don't want to look back and go, never look back and think, oh, I spent too much time with my kids, or I cut a trip short because I wanted to come home and see a program. So it's just the balance up. But now I have a responsibility of move 20 employees. I have a responsibility to them and their families too. And these events are, this event, for example, it's important to me because it fills my cup, right? Because I'm still learning, growing, and then I have to be able to pass that on. But it is something I struggle with, especially when I travel out of state with them being so little because mm. they're not little for very long. No. And time goes by so fast when they get in school. And then it just, you look back even now and I'm like, where did it go? And then I think, oh my gosh, I can't remember because I have a terrible memory. So I do really struggle with that. And I have to really change my mind. I have mm. to talk to myself when I start feeling like that, like I did last night. No, I'm here. I reached out to Cassie and she said, nope, we're not doing that. She has young kids too. You're here, you're doing this. So I'm just really grateful to have the support system I have and the other women in the trades because we're able to stand in the gap when the other one needs a little kick in the butt or whatever. Or helping hand. Yeah. We all fall down. Yeah. That's real. There's just no bullshit. Yep. It's, can you believe what my tech did today? Have you ever had this where you would take that in the group and they'd be like, oh no, we've never had it. Our techs are amazing. And I'll ask her. Ah, bullshit. And she's like, oh, yeah, listen to this. And I'm like, okay, it's not just us. It's yeah, not just us. We're nature. not alone. No. And you're, and we're not, right? That's the thing. Find your tribe. Mm-hmm. I think for me, sadly, I didn't get us into a lot of the events here on the weekend because we're doing this. We're You're having busy, conversations. Right. But this is almost more impactful because now we can take these nuggets from events and we can share it with everybody else. Mm-hmm. But the biggest takeaway for me from this thing, this whole thing, is what you just talked about. Having your tribe, tribe. having your people, having this group that whether it's women in HVCR, whether it's the, I forget the name that Lori Tichelle said for the advisory board that they have on Thursday mornings, whether it's another, whether it's a lady Titans, whether you're a man and it's a man's group, Mm -hmm. right? Like there's just different ways to find that tribe. And you need different groups for different, for different parts of your life. Like I have my friend group back home and when I get with them, I don't even talk about business. You know what I mean? Yep. They grew up with me, but like, I need that. And then I need the fellowship of the women in the trades. And then I need the fellowship of the women that are doing it with their spouses in the trades, you yep. know? And then, so I just feel really blessed by that. And I won't ever take that for granted. Yep. You should almost start a, a spouses in the trades group. <sighs> we could say a lot. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
We can uh, say a lot. As we come to a close, we're past our 20 minute mark, but hey, that's okay. It was, it. A, it was a great conversation. Well, I do. Thanks have for having me. One final question, though, for uh, you. Uh, what is one question that you wish people would ask you more, but don't? I don't know. I do think people are surprised when they meet me. Like they're surprised, I guess, because of social media. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I'll have to come back to that. Hey, no worries. What, okay. do you, what would your answer be? How are you really doing? Okay. Yeah, that's. I think if was someone asked me that, I would start crying. It's like when my mom asked me after a long day, I could have talked to 20 people and she'll ask me and I would just start crying. Depends on the day. Right? Depends on the day. But that's the thing. That's like, good. Who was it? I can't remember. Somebody messaged me anyways. And I was after one of our shows this weekend. And they're like, yeah, you know what? I, I just love the question of how are you really doing? And okay. my answer will dictate what you need. If I If I say, I need a coffee, that means I'm not doing well and I need to chat. But if I answer anything else, we're good. Okay, I have an answer. I think for me, it would be, are you showing up for yourself today? Are you showing up for Leslie today? What did you do? So yeah. Are you showing up for Leslie today? What did you do? I stayed. There you go. Yeah, when yep. I wanted to go home. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> and you wouldn't have been on the show. You yeah. wouldn't have got the nugget. You wouldn't yeah. have been able to gather that information that's going to really help you in your business and your right. life. Yep. Thank you for having me. No worries. Me. Thank you for taking the I'm time. I'm always honored chat. anyone that wants to talk to me. No, nope. so. I appreciate you. I love it. I appreciate you taking the time. We knocked it off earlier than what we're going to be. That means I could probably pack my stuff up a little bit earlier. Oh, are you going to go home? I got to fly home at 730 tonight. Yeah. That's what. That's how ours is. Too, yes. so we have to kill all that time. Yeah, kill the time. But the other thing is, and talk about the family dynamic of it. And my wife messaged me and she's like, you want to sleep in the basement? So when the kid gets up at 630 a.m., it's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. You're going to wake up. So you can actually sleep in because I'm not going to get in until 1 2 o'clock mm -hmm. at night. I'm, my instant response is, no, I'm going to come sleep upstairs. I'm going to get up with you guys. I'm going to yeah. have breakfast with the kid. You want him to wake you up. Well, yeah. I want to go have breakfast with him, right? And Evan said it earlier, 80% of the time that you spend with your kids is before the age of 18. Think about that. And you only have 18 summers. Right. Really, you have 14 because after 15, they don't want to spend it with you. I think about that. You think about it when you really just have summers. Yep. It like kills me inside. Yeah. So for us, it's really like we don't buy a lot of material stuff. We take them on trips. We try to yep. do national park trips. And yep. I just always want them to think about that time we spent with them. Experiences. Yes. Experiences. Experiences are, will trump material all day. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. No worries. Thanks for coming on. And until next time, cheers. All right. Bye. That's a wrap on another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed. Before you go, two quick things. First off, join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash HVAC Revealed. The other thing, if you took one tiny bit of information out of this show, no matter how big, no matter how small, all we ask is for you to introduce this to one person in your contacts list. That's it. That's all. One person. So they too can unleash the ultimate HVAC business. Until next time, cheers.